The following is an excerpt from the most recent episode of The Gamer Hour. To listen and see the full episode, please visit thegamerhour.com. Now please enjoy host Travis Cochran talking to one of the NBA's own Portland Trailblazer power forward, Zach Collins. And speaking of showcasing, our guest tonight is the power forward and center for the Portland Trailblazers, the man who stands at seven feet tall and has to duck into every room he walks into. Please give a loud welcoming applause for Zach Collins. Zach, thanks for being here. Glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. First off, Zach, how do you make these three-pointers look so easy? Zach, a chance to dribble, pump, and score the basket from three-point range. A lot of practice, a lot of, um, a lot of time in the gym just trying to get you know, that muscle memory correct. Um, also, just in the game, knowing when to shoot, uh, knowing when a, when a good shot is, is coming your way. And I also play with some really good teammates. I've, I've been fortunate enough to start my career off in a really good organization and I got a lot of guys that can can make really good passes and a lot of guys that draw a lot of attention and uh, which leaves um, a few of us open on the court at all, at all times so uh, just being ready to shoot and um, just staying in the gym basically love it you're always in, in complimenting your fellow teammates good man uh, and then how do you make three-pointers sitting down I mean already making three-pointers in and of itself that's a skill of itself but sitting down I mean come on that's and that's a whole different world right there. Um, so that that just I mean, I don't I don't spend any time on that. I mean, I, I just sat on the uh, I, I just sat there and I, I threw up a couple prayers and lined it up and got my trajectories right and all my all my angles and numbers right. And eventually I made it. But it, it was, definitely wasn't the first try. Uh, uh, make right there. Is, is it the same form? Is 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 it just the upper body, or is it the whole body? You know, from top to bottom, you have to be perfectly aligned, or is it just completely just the arm? Well, yeah, I mean, it's all it's it's way more upper body. I probably say ninety percent of it is upper body. Uh, my form is way different sitting down than it is uh, <laughs> shooting standing up. So, but uh, yeah, it's more of like a chest pass to the rim when I'm sitting down. I need a little bit more like torque on it so that's what i do got it got it i'll never be able to accomplish either so <laughs> so march madness it's upon us as you know you think your alma mater is going to go all the way i mean they're killing it right now yeah absolutely you know i'm i always believe in them and i'm obviously i'm i'm biased but i think that they're um a really well-oiled machine and uh that coaching staff over there if you give them talent like they have this year they're going to do big things. So I, I think it's their year for sure. Going back to your college days, what was the gaming scene like in the dorms for you? Were you guys all pine up in one dorm or was everyone just online or on a headset? Because back in my days at USC, we were all piling up in the, one, you know, the same, same dorm across at Jimmy's place and we were just all playing Col Call of Duty Cold War Zombies till like 2 or 3 yeah. a.m. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar. Uh, it's probably a mixed bag of just uh, being in somebody else's dorm or um, playing online. Like, I remember playing um, the guys in, in UFC a lot, uh, 2K. Um, I can't, man, college is so long ago now. 
Um, I can't really remember what other games we were playing, but I still was on. I, I still was, you know, online with my boys from back home when I was when I was there. So uh, it was a mixed bag for sure. College seems like forever ago, but let's take the clock back even further to the very beginning. Now, most kids get into gaming through, you know, friends and older sibling. You got into gaming through your grandma. How did your sister end up with a free cruise from Grams, and you ended up with an Xbox? I mean, that's just uh, that shows my love of video games right there. Um, I couldn't I couldn't have been happier too. And uh, you know, going on being able to go over to my grandma's house that was that was kind of a weekly thing, at least twice a week. So uh, to be able to have an Xbox over there and uh, it, it was just it was super cool. I, I can remember just you know when Blockbuster was a thing. I was uh, I was always begging her to take me to Blockbuster so I can rent a game and just play it at her house. So yeah, it was uh, I was I thought it was an even pretty fair uh, uh, pretty fair divide right there. I mean, a cruise is dope, and I probably would appreciate a cruise a little bit more right now. But back then, the Xbox was was the was the thing I wanted. So I was just gonna say, looking back, did you get the better deal? I think so. I think at that time, if you if you line everything up at that time, my age and where I was in life and where I was mentally, I think that was the right thing for sure. Gonna say, I mean, a video game console can entertain you for years, whereas a cruise can only entertain you what, a few days? How you're thinking? How I'm thinking? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so starting off in Xbox, what what games grabbed your attention early on as a kid? The Call of Duty games. Um, Big Red One was one of my favorites. Um, uh, Medal of Honor I played um, a lot of like um, racing games like MX versus ATV was a big thing because growing up my my family and I we would always go to the the dunes out in California with our our quads and our trailers and we camp and stuff so that was uh, that was a big thing for us so I, I like those games a lot I like I always liked obviously the basketball games the skateboarding games Tony Hawk underground um, what else uh, the Star Wars games, the movie adaptations, uh, those were those were fun. Uh, the the original um, Battlefronts, the Star Wars Battlefronts, those were my I love those games. It sounds like you had your hands full in a bunch of different genres. I mostly stuck with Call of Duty back in the day, but video games. I mean, back in my day, I mean, were for essentially nerds, and you really never openly admitted you were a gamer. I mean, you played a game, though, back in the fifth grade that made you feel like a rock star and gave you street cred on the playground amongst your fellow fifth graders. What was that yeah. game and experience? Because clearly I was playing the wrong games back then. Yeah, I was. that was, uh, that was the Guitar Hero uh, World Tour moment. Um, yeah, I don't know why I've always had this, like, vision of myself. Like, whenever I'm singing a song or whenever I'm just listening to music and, and rocking out or, or whatever, I'm always picturing myself like on stage, whether it's guitar, lead vocals, drums, whatever. So when Guitar Hero was like the big game and, and then when they came out with, cause you know, Rock Band came out with their full band set first and then Guitar Hero was like, that's probably the best way to go. And they came out with it. And I mean, I was on that thing all the time, annoying the crap out of my parents. But yeah, that moment was, that moment was great. It was definitely a flex on my part. No, I'm not ashamed of it either. <laughs> Were you the coolest kid in the fifth grade after that? I mean, was the sixth and seventh grade just uh, only got even better? Well, for me, it was, I think I had that, that feeling that I was the coolest fifth grader, but I don't think that was the, 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 the vibe from my classmates. I think they all thought that they, they moved on probably after that day, but uh, in my head, I was, I was a rock star for sure.
I think for that day, you were the coolest kid in school for sure. I appreciate it, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, video games and movies, they're both great entertainment mediums. And when the two collide, it gets even better. Or it could be a total disaster like the Assassin's Creed movie. Talk to me, though, about how Star Wars Revenge of the Sith enabled you to live out your Jedi dreams from the silver screen to the console. Uh, it was awesome. I just, I remember, I mean, the prequels get a lot of hate, right? I think they get more love now after what came out. But um, I, I really like those movies a lot. And they, I grew up with them. So when they came out with the game, and in the game they're showing scenes of the movie, and then you play that like the Count Dooku mission where where they go in and they try to get Count Dooku because they got Palpatine locked up. Um, that that was dope because it, it the movie scenes take you right up to that point, and all of a sudden it's in game mode, and, and it's like you're affecting how the story plays out. When I was a kid, that was like the coolest thing for me. Be honest, who is more difficult to beat? Count Dooku in the movie or Count Dooku in the video game? Ooh, oh, video game for sure. For sure video game because that was like you had to fight robots. You had to fight, uh, not robots. You had to fight droids. Like you had to fight droids in the movie, but they, they took care of them in like two seconds. Like in the game, there's a whole section where you're not even fighting Dooku. He's somewhere else and you're fighting droids. And then you got to come back to Dooku. So it was a grind for sure. Those video game designers. And the great thing is too, you can always up the difficulty level in a video game. Whereas a movie, I feel like it's like you're just strapped to a chair just watching how the scene's gonna play out regardless, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So Don't tell anyone, but Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, it's my favorite of all the Star Wars, the, the greatest lightsaber fight. So I'm totally with you with the prequels, by the way. I respect the hell out of that. I, I, that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great moment. Uh, sticking with the Star Wars themes, Mark Hamill voiced your favorite video game character of all time. No, not Luke Skywalker, but the Joker in the Arkham games. Was there something about this character, or was it the fact that Mark Hamill was the voice behind the character that made you fall in love with it? It was both, honestly. I didn't know. Uh, I was pretty ignorant to who was actually behind the, the voices of those games. And once I found out, I thought it was so cool because I think I, I just feel like Mark Hamill, um, if, if you if you're in a role like Luke Skywalker, like I don't know how old he was, but it was a long time ago. I feel like anything from that point on in your career is just kind of, you know what I mean, like downhill. And for him to like actually um, continue to do stuff that he wants to do and then. The fact that, I mean, Luke Skywalker, of all people, has a Joker voice and a Joker laugh that's legendary. I mean, it, it shocked me. So that added to it, but I think the character in general and, and the way he sounded in the game, even before I knew it was Mark Hamill, just, it just it, it really intrigued me. Question, it better than the Heath Ledger Joker? In your eyes? Ooh. Yeah, tough one, right? Uh, oh, that's tough. I don't know. Um, or tie. Should we give it a tie? I don't know. I, I think I, I got to give the nod to, to Ledger um, because that might be like my favorite. If we were talking about movies, that's probably my favorite villain of all time. Um, super Strictly superhero movies. Um, and I think it's harder to make a good Joker in like the universe that Nolan did it in to where it's like really grounded. It's not very, um, you know, magical and and. You know, like the Arkham games where it's just a little bit more fantasy. So I'd have to give it. I have to give It's like it's here, though. It's 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 Ledger. And then it's it's Mark Hamill right here. Now, before the show, you told me that if you could make any video game, it would be GTA 
set in your hometown of Las Vegas. Now, would everything be set on the Strip, or would there be missions to loot mansions in Lake Las Vegas, find hidden treasure in Red Rock, go water skiing in Lake Mead? What would the campaign look like? I'm loving everything you just said. I think we're off to a great start. Uh, I want it to be everywhere, not just Vegas. Vegas is just like the general term. Like I'm from, I was actually raised in Henderson, but I mean, I'm from, I'm from Vegas. So like, I, I think it should be everywhere. I think it should be Summerlin, Henderson, um, the, the Strip, uh, like you said, Lake Las Vegas, uh, Lake Mead should be a part of that. Uh, I think it could be dope. It's like I know the I'm area. Biased, so. like yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, Zach, we always open um, it up to the community. And uh, this first question we have comes from Quibbles. Uh, Quibbles wants to know, I read somewhere you are a total Harry Potter nerd. How pumped are you for Hogwarts Legacy? Uh, very pumped. Uh, I, I, so I've always been a fan of Harry Potter, but I went back and watched them. So in, back in Vegas in the fall after the bubble, they were, they were playing movies at the, this Galaxy Theaters. And um, you, I'm sure you know. And um, they were playing every single Harry Potter like every other week. So like I got a chance to go in the movie theater and relive all of them. And it just, I, I became even more of a fan. So I'm, I'm super excited for Hogwarts Legacy. Now, which fare is better? Is it the, the, the actual video game version or the movies? Or, or can nothing touch the books? See, I haven't finished all the books yet. Oh. Um, yeah, so I need, to, I, need to get, I need to get on that. But I think, I think the movies right now, compared to the video games that have come out, I think the movies are better. Okay, okay. One for movies, but we got The Last of Us for the video games. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaks and Sheets wants to know, do you feel like Portland's home now, and have you gotten used to the weather in the Northwest, or are you missing the desert? I do miss the desert uh, a lot of the time because of um, the sunlight. Um, obviously, a lot of my family's out there. A lot of my friends are out there. It's where I'm comfortable. It's where I grew up. I know where everything is for the most part. Um, so I do miss it. But definitely like Portland, I never really thought I would ever enjoy living somewhere as much as I have here. And that's not due to the gray weather eight to nine months out of the year. I, I would rather that go away. But um, I, I really do like it, and it's 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 easy to like a place when um, I like playing for this organization so much too. So that helps. Love where you work. Love where you live. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Bionicle Snowman is asking, how high can you jump? What's your vertical? Oh, I haven't checked. I haven't checked my vertical in a long time. Um, I'd probably give myself. When I'm healthy, when I'm when I'm in good shape, um, I, I give myself like 36 inches. Jeez, 36 inches. Yeah, I, I think you could it jump was, over me. I'm five nine. I think you could totally clear me. No problem. I don't know. I hope I don't want to try it. I'll hurt <laughs> myself. <laughs> All good. Now, Zach, this one's from me. I want to know which is better, Summerlin or Henderson. I live in Summerlin, you lived in Henderson, my crosstown rival, what's it gonna be? Hey, I went to, I went to high school in Summerlin. I, uh, I actually grew to like Summerlin. Oh, good. Uh, going, up, going to Bishop Gorman all the time. I have actually a lot of good friends that live over there, so. Uh, Summerlin is solid, but you know, Henderson is where the heart is, man. I, I, I gotta give it to Hendo. Gotta represent your hometown. Zach, 
That is wonderful because tonight we're headed to the American Southwest, virtually that is, in a game of Red Dead Redemption 2 Online to collect some bounties, lasso some cattle, and claim some land with gold. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Well, holster your six-shooter and saddle up, partner. It's game time. You've just heard a small excerpt from Travis's talk with Zach Collins on the Gamer Hour. To listen and see the full interview with gameplay and more, visit thegamerhour.com.